0: Money FM eighty nine point three, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM eighty nine point three.
1: Money FM eighty nine point three. Good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Adrian Abraham and Ryan Huang. Time now for why it matters. The inadequate supply of semiconductors has brought major supply chains to a halt, and it is not showing signs of recovery just yet. Well, you think that by producing more chips, the crisis will go away? Well, think again. Making chips is incredibly difficult, and it is getting tougher. In fact, it takes years and billions of dollars to build a single semiconductor fabrication facility, proving the shortage to be a complex challenge to overcome. The only way to alleviate the global shortage situation and prevent similar ones from happening is through resilient, sustainable supply chain. So how exactly can the industry begin to do so? We have on the line Andrew Goh, Vice Chairman, SEMI Southeast Asia Regional Advisory Board. Andrew is also Corporate Vice President and General Manager, Southeast Asia Lam Research Singapore. Good morning, sir. How are you?
2: Hey, how are you? Thanks for having
1: me. Yeah, always a pleasure. Tell us more about SEMI. Well,
2: SEMI is basically, you look at the whole ecosystem of SEMI. It all consists of electronic, semiconductors, all the components that we make, all the electronic goods that we use. It's a big ecosystem today covered under a semi. So if you look at things to you today, like your phone, right, and then even the machine, the car you drive, the infotainment that you have in the car and also at home, the smartphone, all they are classified under the whole semiconductor industry. So I think this is one of the very exciting times, and of course, this is a very difficult time for, a lot of people like us, you know, working from home and demand are actually getting more and more, right? So I think these challenges continue to go up and then that's why the supply will continue to swing because of all the COVID lockdown and things like that. So I think this is the one of the most challenging times for a lot of people, including supplier and material and also in terms of uh, logistics.
0: Yeah, Andrew, I'm looking at the background of SEMI and you have, I guess, representation of electronics, manufacturing and design supply chain. And you connect more than 2,500 members and you've got 1.3 million professionals worldwide. Walk us through what is the objective of SEMI? What do you hope to do and maybe some of the names worth mentioning as part of the membership?
2: So SAMI is a non profit and basically what they do is to having a platform for all suppliers from all industry, especially in the SAMI industry, from material standpoint, from equipment standpoint and from fabless standpoint and also from foundry fab standpoint. So we all are the members in the SAMI so that we all come together every year, depending on the region you have, that we actually come together and kind of sharing our challenges, issues that we can at least come up with some innovative solutions at the industry phase.
1: Yeah, I guess, you know, people listening to us this morning want an overview of the semiconductor industry. So, you know, the semiconductor industry, why is it making headlines of late? And, you know, the role of semiconductors in our lives, how essential and important are they?
2: I think I mentioned earlier as well, semiconductor actually is in everybody's life today, right? Just imagine you have a phone today, right, and then without a battery and a phone without a camera. And then I'm not sure how you step out from home without a phone. So you look at the phone inside, there's so many of the semiconductor contents, right? It's just one example of uh, why it's important. In Beijing, now you work from home without a Wi-Fi, without a computer. Right, without a phone line, whatever. So I don't think you can work from home. Semiconductor become very important in everybody's part of life. So I think that this trend will continue to do more and the semiconductor continue to grow. Yeah,
0: Andrew, I'm wondering about Singapore. Where does it fit into the global supply chain and its role in the semiconductor industry? Because when I think about semiconductors, I think about Taiwan and big names like T S M C. So for Singapore, how does it fit in?
2: Uh Singapore definitely contribute to a certain portion of the uh, ecosystem and supply chain for semiconductor in the world. So that's been there for the last almost 30 years since I started my career here. So they all have a uh, different ecosystem. For example, they have a foundry, they have a memory and they also have supply chain like ourselves, like we support the equipment. And also we have a fabulous Guy designing a chip. So definitely a part of the whole ecosystem depends on the end product that you're trying to do. For example, if you take a phone maker, the phone maker definitely needs chip for somebody. And the chip can become the, Singapore and the and certain memory part can come from Singapore as well. And then how do we get the chip shipped to another region? And this is where Singapore also can play a part in packaging the chip together and move it to the other side of the island. Right? So I think Singapore definitely plays a big part in semiconductor ecosystem.
1: Andrew, you're also Corporate Vice President and General Manager, Southeast Asia, LAM Research Singapore. You know, what are companies such as LAM Research doing as part of an effort, you know, in regards to challenges that the semiconductor industry is facing?
2: I think we're all facing the same challenges in today's context. So LAM, we actually do what we need to do to make sure that our supply chain, supporting our customer, are not interrupted by COVID or not interrupted by all these shortage of material or talent in the world. So I think LAMP, we are working very closely with all agencies. We're working very closely with our customer and our supply chain to ensure that there's not any interaction in terms in term of supply to making our equipment to our customers.
0: Yeah, Andrew, we hear a lot about the shortages of chips. Maybe you can take us behind the scenes a bit. How hard is it to make more chips? What are the cost pressures like? And what are the moving parts behind the scenes?
2: Well, chip making is what you already mentioned earlier. It's one of the very expensive processes as well. And then you need many, many parts to make one chip, right? It's just like any one of the equipment are missing, you cannot make a chip. So the challenges definitely is to make sure that the whole ecosystem in the chip making must be complete, right? And then in terms of the people, right, we have to make sure that there's enough talent so also there to kind of make sure that this work can be done with the right skill set. So I think it's all multifaceted to support the chip making.
0: And in terms of cost of chips, right, how much has changed when it comes to your selling prices and your cost prices? What's been the evolution in the past few years?
2: Well, I can't comment on the chip price. I'm sure that definitely along the year, is inflation is a associated to the logistic point of view i think definitely there will be see a continued increase in terms of the cost of making chips going
1: forward you know there's a lot of talk about sustainability and the role it plays in the semiconductor industry what are some of the trends in the areas of innovation that will help improve sustainability efforts across the board also you know beyond sustainability where does diversity and inclusion sit in the entire scheme of things
2: Okay, there's two questions here. So one is sustainability. We look at all the sea rising level, drought, flooding. Definitely, there's, a, there's an immediate call for all semiconductor companies in the ecosystem to do something, right? So I think if you look at a lot of innovation going to the alternative energy, right? For example, clean energy. Singapore, if you look at it, they do a lot of solar energy, right? So there's one way semiconductor play a very important role to ensure that, that we can have that autonomous energy in this part of the world by having the great innovation. So, the great innovation also comes from a diversity background of people, right? And in, you know, in this part of the world, if you can see there's a diverse workforce and background experience, so they actually bring in a lot of new innovative ideas on how to make this sustainable energy so-called sustainable in our current environment.
0: Yeah, Andrew, that's a very interesting point because not many people might know that the industry for chip making requires a lot of water. In fact, Taiwan went through quite a bit of a trouble because of a drought and they could not supply enough water to some of the sectors.
2: So water definitely is a challenge but I think as a time goes, technology advances. I think today the water has to recycled, right? I think it's a very smart way to recycle the water use in the fab applications. So I don't see a water become the biggest challenges today in terms of getting the water recycled and reusable.
1: So we've talked about sustainability, we've talked about the challenges. Let's move on to the future of the semiconductor industry. So the next few years, right? How does LAM Research see the industry evolving? And what challenges lie ahead?
2: Well, definitely, we all, as a consumer, we like to have uh, very powerful devices like a phone. So today, look at phone. We get actually can do 80% of a computer is doing today. And then you can be mobile, right? So you want to be faster. You want to be energy saving. So all this has to come with the innovation. So it means that companies like LEM, we continue to invest in r and to make sure that we can pack more devices, smaller devices with the same function or maybe with a better function so that we can have such a high performance chip going forward so i think r&d investment is very important for land and then we have a lot of uh, 3d architectural way of doing certain things and also we have an uh, innovative way to work with customers right to come up with some innovative solutions to make sure that we can meet these goals
0: yeah andrew so you've got your years on the ground very closely listening to the customers demand supply so looking at the landscape right now what is the, I guess, tightness of the market right now. When do you see the shortage issue going away?
2: Well, <laughs> I can't recommend, really comment, but I think that definitely you can see in the horizon for another year or two, right? So definitely the constraint will continue to be there. And until we all put an effort together to ramp up our capacity, ramp up our factory, go work with government to attract more talent and make sure that we have enough supply of material to support this demand.
1: Yeah, thank you for that, Andrew. Before we let you go, we need to, you know, touch on Semicon Southeast Asia 2022. What is this all about and what does it hope to achieve? And the role of Semi-SG, you know, what sort of role does it play in the event? Well,
2: oh, Semiconductor, so-called the show in Southeast Asia is a premier event. Right, they promote the growth and semiconductor and microelectronic ecosystem in service Asia. So they connect all the company as I mentioned earlier, supplier, the buyer, across all industry, supply chain, including some of the established R and D guy that I just mentioned earlier. So I think that is a good event to bring everybody together, right? So the industry leader coming in to also share some of the concerns and issues that they think that they're facing so that how can we build a resilient and also the sustainable electronic supply chain in Southeast Asia. I think that is one of the good platforms to exchange and also to come up with new ideas.
1: Yeah, we've been in conversation with Andrew Go, Vice Chairman, at Semi Southeast Asia Regional Advisory Board. Thank you so much for your time and have a great rest of the day. Thank you for having
0: me. Bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.